0: This is a Bloomberg Business
1: Flash from Bloomberg World Headquarters. I'm Charlie Pellet. The Trump administration has reportedly selected candidates for at least two of the three open positions on the Board of Governors. This is the, according to the New York Times, which uh, quotes people with direct knowledge of the decision. According to the Times, the expected nominees include Randall Quarles, a Treasury Department official in the George W. Bush administration, and Marvin Goodfriend, a former Fed official now at Carnegie. Again, that is according to the New York Times. Stocks higher. Stocks at a record. S and P up nine to twenty four thirty nine, a gain there of four tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq one hundred index jumped more than one percent to a record today. The Nasdaq composite index up fifty nine to sixty three oh five, a gain there of nine tenths of one percent. The Dow higher by sixty two to a record 21206 up three tenths of one percent. And gold up ten eighty the ounce to twelve eighty, a gain of nine tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: Charlie, did you hear bees swarming? Was it Madison Avenue? No,
1: I did not hear that at all. I heard about the mosquitoes at LaGuardia, but I did not hear about the bees on Madison Avenue.
2: I'm not coming home. I'm just telling you. All right, Charlie Pellet with a Bloomberg Business News Flash. This is Bloomberg Radio. I'm a hard, hard worker. And I'm working every day. I'm a hard, hard Jake George is, is certainly
0: a hard worker. CEO of General Assembly, which is a very interesting business. Uh, we've got him on to help us look at sort of the world of employment and the retaining talent in the tech universe. Jake, uh, what is General
2: Assembly? So General Assembly is a global network of campuses where, where we deliver both online and offline training in the most up-to-date skills, uh, things like data science, web development, digital marketing, UX design, DevOps, and, um more and more, what it is is a a marketplace function between individuals and large employers, where we help employers f- figure out new ways of recruiting, training, upskilling um, and retaining their most important talent and we help individuals sort of plug into that matrix in a way um, where they can be happy with their careers as well. Can anyone learn those skills um you know. Anyone might be a stretch, but a lot more than people think. And there are so many, um, you know, different types of jobs with different required skill levels that, um, you know, we really believe that there are a lot of people right now who feel left out of tech, who don't need to feel left out of tech. And, you know, the more if you look at the burning glass data, if you listen to anecdotal evidence when you talk to employers, which we do every day, um, what we hear is that, you know, in the coming decade, almost every job will be a tech job, more or less. It's interesting. You
0: know, in, in the employment report today, uh, the the uh, subsegment of uh, computer systems, part of the business services uh, uh, number, there was zero job growth, zero, in the in the in the uh, in the in the month of, uh, of May, and it's. I think it's that's striking because I think it, it sort of points to what we were talking about before, so that, that there's flexibility around the world of, um, of uh, manufacturing in terms of employment, but uh, tech workers
2: tend to get jobs and keep jobs. Um, that's right, and 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 I, I, companies are actually seeing churn go down in some ways, um, less movement, which is interesting. I, I also think it points to um, a really interesting sort of um, dual nature right now in our economy, where on one hand we see, um, you know, this this jobs report sort of was surprising to some people because it was disappointing, and what's strange about it is it it happens right at a time when we have sort of a record number of outstanding jobs, you know, and job. Rec- wrecks out there in the world that are going unfilled and you know you have to ask yourself why is that what's going on and you know what we see because we're sort of in in the weeds talking to you know chief human resources officers hiring managers cios is that while um you know while on one hand they are experiencing dramatic shifts in their business and pressure on, on headcount and, and how they run their businesses day to day, they also are experiencing an increased pressure to f- fill seats with people who have very specific sets of skills. And the time to fill those roles actually keeps extending. So, you know, a typical uh, job, you know, rec out there in, in the marketplace will fill, you know, w- in under 30 days. Many of these sort of more specific tech skill jobs, whether it's in data or DevOps or web development, can take up to 60, 90, 120 days to fill. And if you think about that, that is the real explanation here of why on one hand we see the numbers not going up. On the other hand, we hear all of this about, you know, employers not being able to find the right workers and desperate to find them. From what I understand you work with about 20% of Fortune 500 companies and so I'm just curious what kind of demand there is from that group for jobs that they've got positions to fill. So it's interesting. So we've worked with Fortune 500 companies almost since our inception. Um, We had Beth Comstock come visit us when we were just a a tiny little startup, and she was interested in what we were doing, and we convinced GE to be our sort of pilot client for some enterprise-level education, and so we've been doing it for a long time, and I'll tell you we have seen an explosion over the last nine to 12 months in companies coming to us with really interesting, more innovative ways of thinking about, I almost think of it as the intersection of learning and development and talent acquisition. So we have companies coming and eagerly asking us to help them make massive amounts of investments in what we call radically reskilling existing employees into the roles that they desperately need to fill. So, you know we have companies um, you know that are 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 spending millions of dollars to take existing employees and turn them into the exact tech workers that they need at a at a pretty significant investment. Um, we're also talking to companies every day about you know in the order of magnitude of thousands of jobs that they are need to fill over the next 12, 18, 24 months. And we're, what I see in them is an increased willingness to think creatively about how to do that. In a way that's positive, not just for their bottom line, but for um, sort of the social workforce development angle, for diversity, for the individual. And what we are are sort of preaching and helping them understand is that if they do this right, if they combine training with sort of a more um, open-minded approach to talent acquisition, they can actually save money in the process. But we are talking about you know thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs, even in, in that small sliver of companies. Well, um, uh, 20% down, 80% to go. <laughs> That's how I think about it, too. When she said the 20% number, I said, ah, it'll be 30% before you know it. Interesting stuff with General
0: Assembly. You see it's springing up all over the place. Uh, Jake Schwartz is the CEO of General Assembly. Uh, thanks for joining us on this, on this job stage. I could look at uh, other jobs that uh, have yet to be filled and yet to be created, even. Yep. Thanks, Corey. All right, you're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. i Corey Johnson here in our AM 960 studios in San Francisco. Carol Masser in Boston today. Still. I am.
2: Yes.
1: Still here. Happy to be here.
2: Coming home, though. Happy to
0: have you. This is Bloomberg. <laughs>